Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Ceasefire Cartoon Fan Podcast. This is episode 366, and today we'll be talking about Wizard City from Adventure Time, Distant Lands. I'm GC13. And I'm David. So, uh, we have... I guess it's technically the conclusion of Adventure Time, Distant Lands, uh, since they did air it last. Well, it has to be that the order was so that they could have Adventure Time feel like it was continuing on... Now that there is officially announced another miniseries based on the Adventure Time property. So I don't think it was production order. I think it was uh, not marketing order, but viability for the franchise to feel as seamlessly continuous as possible. Because obviously this is in no way a finale for Adventure Time. That's totally what Finn and Jake was. Or at least Finn and Jake is like the end of the Skywalker era. You know, we're just trying to be done with the most primary protagonist that we've dealt with so that we can kind of move on. And, you know, this sort of has some similar function because I, not coming into this because I'd already, like, seen promos, but when this was first announced, I thought, oh, sweet, a romp around with Peppermint Butler? That'll just be hilarious dark magic fun and totally different. This was not that. (laughs) No, it's totally different. I mean, except for really the fact that we're in Wizard City and we have Daniel. Everyone's pretty much new characters, which is a lot like the BMO, how the yep. BMO special started us off, where, yeah, technically Finn's dad was there, good old Martin, but otherwise, you know, you're mostly dealing with a new world. And just like that started to feel, I mean, they literally took us into space and it felt like we were trying to push the universe that Adventure Time takes place in. That's what we're doing here again, which um, is funny because the next miniseries is still pretty firmly rooted. With Finn and Jake, <laughs> since it's just the yeah. gender swap versions of them with none other than Simon. But uh, honestly, in some ways, Simon is like a new character. I did like how you mentioned all the new characters. I want to give a special shout out to Blaine. I'm like, why Why does this voice sound vaguely familiar in a way I can't put my finger on it? So I looked up the voice actor and we get the same voice as Pidge from Voltron Legendary Defender. So that was a treat. <sighs> See, now I haven't seen Voltron, but... They must have done more than that, because I had that same feeling, but um, in classic Lunar Seaspire fashion, I did not do any extra effort to research. Uh, so who knows? Who knows? But yeah, I love those people that are in the voice, act- voice acting biz, and occasionally they give you little feelings that uh, you can't place. But yeah, so this was not what I expected. Yeah, no, I was I was expecting fully adult Peppermint Butler doing the, you know, the normal peppermint butler shtick, where it's like, hey, I'm just gonna, you know, reveal a little bit of dark magic uh, over here, don't mind me. Uh, back to what we were doing? Yeah, I his function during Adventure Time was wonderful, because it, <laughs> you know, it intersected with important points, like him doing whatever he was doing in the same tree as where the lich was captured, you know, that that was meaningful, and just generally his ability to occasionally be helpful for stuff you know, led us even into the Together Again, which is also confusing to me because of the timeline. They call an alive Peppermint Butler in Together Again, right? Well, the the way the timeline works is they they were originally scheduled to go in chronological order. So BMO takes place before the series, Obsidian takes place sometime after, and you'll notice Chuskus is carrying a load of illegal moisturizer in that, in that one. And then in what would have been the third one, 
Chuskus would meet his unfortunate end. Let's ignore the after credit sequence. I'm not sure how canon that is. It's very But strange. then Chuskus dies with his illegal moisturizer and then uh, is seen in the dead world, um, totally busted for rhyming. Uh, no other criming had been <laughs> committed by Chuskus. Yeah, so that all made sense to me. And I loved that the moisturizer was a through line and that Chuskus was a through line in these. But Peppermint Butler was alive. I mean, he helped Finn and Jake. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole point was for Peppermint to eventually become Peppermint Butler again. So I guess, I mean, he he did continue with that intention. He wanted, well, no, he didn't want to become Peppermint Butler specifically. He just wanted to become some other dark wizard. Well, maybe not dark either, just a powerful wizard. Uh, yeah, he, what, what was the phrase he used? Some powerful jerk wizard? Or <laughs> yeah, powerful like jerk wizard, which is funny that that's still an aspect. <laughs> <laughs> he desires, but uh, you know, it's sweet that he chose to take the long road with uh, uh, could could I always say this wrong with Cadebra? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I need to go back and inspect the peppermint butler. And together again, is that a peppermint butler that would have you know come from this iteration? Yeah, like the the whole time I watched this episode, I thought her name was Abracadebra, and it's only when I'm you know, reading about it, and then I'm watching it the second time, I realize at no point is she ever referred to as Abracadabra. So, okay. Well, because presumably, there's only so many names that you can <laughs> base on that, so either her mom or someone else in the family lineage already has the full title, Abracadabra. So, eventually it will just become Debra. And then Bruh. Yeah. Because Bruh. Bruh! <laughs> So yeah, the infamous Peppermint Butler only has what amounts to a few short uh, pieces, a few short inspirational speeches speeches in here. And, you know, he's a horrible guy. I I, I don't remember him just being consistently awful in the main series. He definitely is cast in a terrible light. Peppermint Butler was never this bad. Yeah. And not only that, like he was always PB's right hand man. I don't understand why Wizard... I guess it's just because they're in Wizard City. Everyone knows who this guy is, and they all hate him. (laughs) Which I just didn't think everyone knew who Peppermint Butler was before. But you have people with straight-up back tattoos of this guy. I don't understand. And also, am I forgetting lore? Was he there during the series? Or is this just a thing that happened off-screen? I went to the wiki entries for Peppermint Butler and for Wizard City... And there's like no mention, there's no overlap between the articles at all. Neither one mentions the other. So I have no idea why Wizard City hates him so much. Yeah, it's just inexplicable, but sure, why not? I love inexplicable retcons in Adventure Time. It's the best. I mean, they hate dark magic, and he's a powerful dark wizard. So, you know, you'd think it would be logical that he would be banned. But Dr. Caledonius has a back tattoo of who is apparently Wizard City's Satan as she leads a secret <laughs> cult dedicated to enthroning him as the city's dark master. Why would you have that? Which, see, when you describe that, I'm like, yes, that's the Peppermint Butler we loved, right? Of course he would inspire something as dramatic as that. The question is, in yes. life, is that what he would have wanted? I don't know. 
He would probably have thought they were a bunch of butts and not worth the effort, but I think Peppermint liked the attention. Yeah. Okay, also, did Peppermint Butler destroy Wizard City at one point? <laughs> that, that's just brought up. Um, I think, because I, I missed a lot of the later seasons of Adventure Time, but there was an incident with an anti-magic person that destroyed a large portion of the city, so I'm assuming that in the telling, some of that probably got blamed on him. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't remember that part specifically either. I definitely did appreciate the connect to the finale or the finale arc, which included, you know, Pep Butt becoming a little baby boy. The Dum Dum Juice. Yeah, so I'm glad that at least this whole episode, even though it's not what I expected, is, uh, you know, plays off of the lore really well, which all of the episodes in Distant Lands have done. And I love that they can, Adventure Time is such a rich show. That you can pick basically any detail that someone might have gone, oh, I wonder what happened after that. And you can put 50 minutes to it. <laughs> so that's fun. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we talked about Dr. Caledonius when she's leading them into that little throne chamber place. You know, I see that and the wheels in my brain start turning. And I'm like, oh, oh, are we going to get a third act heel turn from her? And then I'm like, I'm going to have to watch the series or I'm going to have to watch this episode to see if there were any tells. And. I don't know about you, but there was only one tell I was able to find that, you know, maybe she isn't on the up and up. Right, when they're digging in the hole. Because she's like, you're destined for great things, you know? But that was really close to the actual reveal. See, I went back further to when they were in the courtyard as she's teaching her class and she's talking about, oh, the pillar. This pillar was used for the worship of? Uh, Well, we don't really know. It's it's like she wanted (laughs) to continue, but chose not to. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah, the only thing I caught like that was Bufo shouting Coke and Tepe in the middle of the episode when yeah, the earthquake yes. happens. Yeah, that that's just complete nonsense. And uh, only on a second viewing do you understand the meaning. I I feel like all of the Distant Lands episodes have rewarded rewatching like this, where they are designed to be fun a second time around, which is pretty cool. It's always nice to sprinkle in stuff like that, the stuff that only makes sense after a reveal. But man, that back tattoo, why would you have that? I mean, I know Peppermint Butler is awesome. (laughs) And if he was real, I would probably have a back tattoo of him. But I'm also (laughs) a teacher at a school that hates him. So. (laughs) Yeah. So not only do we not fully get Peppermint Butler, but also Abracadaniel, you know, reappears. And his role is very fitting (laughs) for Abracadaniel to be Insecure uncle. Insecure, supportive, but kind of worthless. (laughs) adult he uh runs at any side of danger gives terrible advice um but you know he's sweet but man probably one of the best lines of episode <laughs> when he you know brings stop being different <laughs> yeah it's literally uh let's see i definitely wrote this down they only laugh because you're different so stop being different yes <laughs> It's like not even quite a turn, you know? Like, you could deliver that and just, like, stop. They only laugh because you're different. So stop being different. But there isn't a pause. Like, it's, it's I don't know. It's this beautiful, <laughs> naturally flowing sentence. And he's he's great. But, wow, his niece is a great character to bring along for, uh, you know, changing the heart of the sort of new and not quite totally dedicated to being who he is, Peppermint. Kadebra is so cute with... It seems like such an obvious joke that they hadn't done yet. A wizard who only wants to do stage magic, but it's beautiful. 
and um, it's perfect. I just want to know, when did this happen in cartoons? Because I'm just thinking back to Glitch Text and to Summer Camp Island, you know, the two other shows we're doing our mainline podcasting about are all about groups of very, very supportive friends, and Susie, and Mitch, but mostly just people <laughs> who are incredibly supportive of each other. Yeah. And somehow, somehow Kadebra stands head and shoulders above them in, like, inexplicable supportive friendliness. And yeah, it's awesome. I love that we're writing these types of characters in. And if you're a different kind of character, like Spader, then you'll just die. <laughs> so that's a good message for children. Oh no, not Spader. That was now see, that was a well-executed twist. They they made Peppermint look guilty as heck with regard to Spader. And yet it turned out he was completely innocent. Yeah, I really did think that he had been doing something we weren't seeing during the episode, so kind of cute to see that it wasn't, and, you know, that led to a little more easily for him being able to have a change of heart. It'd be pretty bad if he was just dispatching his classmates. <laughs> but, you know, given that he was totally uh, emotionally, spiritually tortured by his previous spirit, <laughs> anything can make sense. Yeah, I just think Peppermint Butler was giving awful awful advice it's like you know you're an incredibly weak mage go out there and beat the crap out of that very very strong wizard just go do it it's like shouldn't you be like teaching him the spells he needs to do this first what i want to understand is what what would the ultimate goal here be so peppermint butler apparently planned in a very almost for a too specific of a scenario like he's circling some kind of doll that looks like an innocent young version of him in peppermint form. And he's he's basically creating a way for his spirit to linger if he's ever transmutated, reverted. I mean, we already know Candy is easily reverted ever since the, what, season two finale of Adventure Time where, like, Princess Bubblegum transforms in age. Like, we have this understanding that this is a thing that can happen to Candy people. It's just a weird contingency plan. And it's weird that, you know, it doesn't allow him to actually embody himself. So even if he taught this new peppermint that he kind of also lives inside of to be like him, he would never merge identities, right? Like, he'd always just be a spirit inside of him all the time. Apparently he did merge because, you know, he was it was like nothing had ever changed in Together Again. But I, well, as you were saying that, I think well, there is an explanation that makes sense. Because we, we know that it was the dum-dum juice that led to him getting reverted, but he would have known that the dum-dum juice was a threat. He would have known that it's possible that I could get splashed with this now because of what's going on. So he might have done that ritual specifically in case of that. I'm, I, I feel like I'm forgetting my lore. So a lot of the candy people had dum-dum juice applied to them way in the past. This is like a thing that Princess Bubblegum had made. So I guess he always knew that existed. That's true. It was only, I was thinking it was only a thing invented near the time that, you know, good old Gumbald and family rolled around, but they were taking advantage of a very old thing, because that was a big reveal for the end of Adventure Time, like, oh yeah, remember how we kind of thought PB was a bad person? Well, here's another reminder of how she used to be a pretty bad person. That poor fruit punch bowl, I'll never forget, you know, was, <laughs> you know, made docile and stupid. Well, I mean, he did try to kill her. Well, essentially kill her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he got what was coming to him. Fair enough. 
So yeah, I mean, it, it would make sense that if he knew that a confrontation with him was was coming, that you got to have contingencies in place. It's it's like his version of Horcrux. It's just weird because I guess I I just don't see where oh if you become enough like me then I'll get to actually embody and control you. But maybe that's what's supposed to happen. And again, I'm not sure what happened to Peppermint because he acts and talks exactly like Peppermint Butler in Together Again. Yep. Like you would you would never have noticed. We like we didn't notice that there was anything different about him. Was he even wearing a different outfit? Wasn't he wearing the same little? I mean, he was he was wearing the tiara, so yeah, it has me baffled. I don't know. I don't know. Gotta. It's weird too because I would have think that these were all produced together. Like they all have all these storyline pieces together. There must be an explanation. I hope it's not a sad one. You know, all of this happens and yet he still becomes old style peppermint butler i mean i guess that fits with the themes of recurrence in the adventure time universe but it's a little sad i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that he was always peppermint butler reborn so he may not get all of the old memories or whatnot but like he still had the desire to clean things like you he brushes away the cobweb when he sits in the back of the class he straightens Kadebra up and puts the napkin yeah he's so uh, disgusted by the way that she eats i (laughs) loved that so, like, he is Peppermint Butler, so even if he doesn't get all of the memories flooding back, he's he's still going to be... It's like copying your brain into a computer so that you can live on. Like, you, in your meat body, will continue to do your thing, but then there will be a version of you still out there, and mm. for a lot of people, that's enough. If that's all, If that's all Peppermint Butler could achieve, then he would go for it. What a What a weird guy. Remember, he's the he's the dude with all these people in Wizard City apparently worshiping him, and he doesn't give a dang about them. So, so did you think when the episode started and Con Wizard was doing his little musical number that this was going to take us to other new places in Wizard City or be an episode? I don't know. Focused around its title? <laughs> uh, no, I thought they telegraphed it pretty clear that this was going to be about him going to school. Yeah, it's just funny. Because it's called Wizard City, but it could have been called Wizard School. See, now the funny thing is with uh, with uh, Con Wizard, as soon as he's like, hello, I'm Song Wizard, and I'm going to sing to you, it's like, huh, you know, this is exactly what you would do to a fresh off of the boat new guy who you were trying to hustle. And it's like, oh, oh, he was. Called oh, it was an awesome song. Loved the Loved the tone of the person's voice singing. And it's such a classic Adventure Time gag. Also, my name's Con Wizard. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the only reason that they caught me off guard with that one was because he had so much participation from the other residents of Wizard City that's like, oh, oh, he must be above board because they're participating like they do this all the time. He's <laughs> like, no, no, <laughs> I was right the first time. <laughs> I mean, what, what, what else to say about like uh, where, where it fits in the lore is we, we know the timeline, but yeah, how exactly Peppermint Butler took back over? We don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He, I mean, he knew Finn and Jake. He knew them, so... There must have been some return of the memories. Yeah. Maybe he used dark magic to get them back. It's, uh... It's not well explained. <laughs> for the next episode, but that's okay. I... I do find this one... I think it sort of falls closer to the BMO one for me, where... It is just, like, an episode of Adventure Time, where we're focusing on some tertiary characters. And that's very sweet and great, and I love Adventure Time, so I love looking at 
every new background character design that we have and all the funny, weird ways that the characters talk and just a plot that is Adventure time in. But man, this is totally the type of thing that could have been 22 minutes. It's so fascinating what got greenlit for 50 minutes. And so, you know, they throw in little bits of lore. You know, you get that continuity. You even get maybe an explanation, barely, of how magic on Earth started millions of years ago. Question mark on if that was meaningful at all. You know, Kokentepi's origins. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it definitely, I, I'm not going to lie. I loved it. I think all the people who worked on this should be super proud, or though they don't need to hear it from me. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I definitely was uh, maybe a little bored watching it for a little bit, like as far as the pace goes. Yeah. Because it had to fill out 50 minutes. And I wouldn't say any particular section is too slow. It's just like, not that much happens, right? They don't go that many places. They arrive at school, they do a little sorting. And then, you know, they get teased. I think the problem is they spend too much time kicking Peppermint when he's down, and that kind of hurts. Yeah, there's a lot of that too, right? You got to do the same beat multiple times. I don't know. But I guess it pushes him and Cadaver together. I do have a I do have a question though. So, you know how in Together Again, the reborn Peppermint Butler needed to use the remains of Finn and Jake for a bone spell? Well, we did see some other very prominent bones that those bones might be used in conjunction with. I, I wonder, he couldn't be doing anything Kokentepi related, could he? Mm, could he? I mean, Kokentepi's bones were in his tomb, but other than that, it doesn't seem like bones are an important part of the ritual to mm. do anything with his heart, blood, whatever. I don't know. I'm just curious what that bone spell was. <laughs> it's another one of those, ah, oh, whatever Peppermint Butler's doing type of jokes, you know? <laughs> He's always <laughs> doing something horrible. <laughs> Which now, I guess, makes sense that he built such a name for himself. Anyway, guys, that's been us on Wizard City. Join us next week. Until then, I'm GC13. And I'm David. It's not wizards only, fools. Anyone can review the podcast. So wherever you're listening, don't forget to give us a review. Thanks. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by Mark Soto. For more cartoon-related content, please visit LunarCeasefire.com. <laughs>